0: Lightning, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host Adam Danker. And today's show is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Go to when you go to rockauto.com tell them Lockdown sent you. So hope everyone's having a good week thus far. Now I'm gonna discuss a little something. I guess the topic will be I guess extremely premature. But I wanna discuss the Hall of Fame. Granted, you know, we had the Hall of Fame selections about two weeks ago. Last week, actually, I believe it was last week. Now, um, obviously, no Lightning players were selected. And I don't really expect any to be selected for a while. Um, we're just going to discuss it briefly. Tonight going to be a shorty, but a goody. Uh, we're going to discuss, you know, some of the players on this team right now that we could expect to make it definitely uh some that are on the fence as well as maybe very early to tell in their careers uh so we'll just start off with steven stamkos obviously at this point in his career uh i mean he's still only 30 so he's probably got maybe 10 12 years left in the tank who knows maybe with all the advancements and sports medicine and all that he could probably maybe start keep playing until he's 45 uh but yeah, um, you know he's been he's had an absolutely incredible career. Two Rashad trophies, uh, four hundred and twenty-two goals in one hundred and three games. Uh, that really that really tells you how efficient he is as a player and as a scorer. Uh, we all know how great of a facilitator he is. Plus, um, he's been the backbone of this franchise since he kind of I guess once they started to make the transition from like the La Le Cavier and st louis era here in boston Uh, this became his team and thus while while why you know they ended up trading st louis and uh i believe they also traded no uh, like javier i believe signed with another team but anyway yeah he uh he's a great player um barring some major setback i mean even if like he were to retire maybe in a couple years or so uh I believe that maybe he would get the same treatment as Paul Correa. You know, obviously, Paul Correa played for the Anaheim Ducks. And he just dealt with a ton of injuries, uh, mostly concussions. Uh, everybody does remember that huge hit Scott Stevens laid on him in the Stanley Cup Finals. That I don't know if Correa came back, was just coming back from a, uh, a uh, concussion, and then that happened. The guy was clearly out. I mean he I believe he caught an elbow to the head and yeah uh, but he still had a fantastic career um, and I believe that you know barring you know I I hopefully I'm just hoping that maybe Stamkos could go the rest of his career without any major injury of course he's going to get nicked up here and there but I mean at the same time he I just want, I just want to see Steven Stamkos play a full season and off the top of my head I don't remember when that's actually really ever happened. I mean, you know, he's obviously not known as a very durable player, uh, considering it, it just seems like every year or so, you know, there's something uh, wrong with him. I mean, he hasn't played a full season since the 2018-2019 season. Uh, even then, I mean, he's only had maybe a handful of 82 game seasons in which he's played all 82 um i believe that was 2009 2010 2011 2014 and of course the 2018 season so yeah um i just i would like to see steven stamkos maybe that become his new goal obviously other you know including him still contributing in the way he is and I, what he does and I'm sure he will but I think that hopefully you know he could maybe work on that whether it's conditioning or whatever the case may be or maybe he's just unfortunately maybe he's just not as durable as normal other players are and I mean that's just a a reality and a fact for some guys unfortunately but I think that if he maybe turns it around whatever he needs to do uh starting next season because obviously this season's over we have to worry about the playoffs i believe that he you know could make that a good um you know he could start to garner that that uh that reputation is kind of somewhat of an iron man into his late age so moving on uh on the fence guys i would say probably headman uh I believe that, you know, if he keeps up the pace that he's going to be, that he's keeping up the ways and the way he's continued to play. Um, I think just with defensemen, it's, it's kind of tricky unless you, you are thrown up a lot of points and goals, you know, if, unless, if you don't have that exciting style of play, like, like a Ray Bork, or if, you know, you have a ton of cups too, that definitely helps you. Um, but I mean, Hedman up to this point, 404 points. Uh, he won the Norris back in twenty eighteen, of course, and he's been a finalist for that same award over the last three seasons. And he's going to be a finalist for that, I believe, this year as well. In my opinion, I think he should win it. I mean, all the hockey writers. It's funny about uh, Hedman, and we had this discussion when they were announcing the top the the finalists for each other of the awards, and the the thing with Hedman is that. And I found it actually, yeah, I found it really funny the other day that the writers on NHL.com. Now, obviously, these aren't just all the guys that are, you know, putting in votes, but you know, I find it funny that he Hedman is in the rankings. So they've been doing all these rankings to fill up time on NHL.com. Hedman is the number one ranked defenseman in the league right now, and the fact that he's in, on the bubble or maybe n- not really talked about in terms of winning the, the Norris trophy this year is it's kind of, it, it's kind of contradictive to that whole thing. Um, obviously John Carlson has, ha- has had a great season this year. I mean, so if he wins it, I wouldn't be that too upset about it. But at the same time, I mean, I don't think Hedman was even spoken about as getting maybe the second place uh for the Norris trophy. So I mean that's kind of a weird thing, but I think uh if Hedman uh wins if he maybe wins another Norris, I maybe I think that will put him a little ahead of the conversation and I think that if he just as long as he stays healthy, I think that he'll be he'll be perfectly fine and uh once he hits that 1000 goal uh that 1000 game mark, um that'll definitely help help his case. To uh, maybe put him over the, the fence And into the actual conversation Of, um, of being a definite Hall of Famer uh, Too early to tell uh, Nikita Kucherov Still super young But he's shown a ton of talent In his brief time in the NHL um, 221 goals And 515 games uh, He's I believe he had 36 this year um, You know if, As long as he continues to have seasons like this, um, I he the, he and he stays healthy and he's consistent. You know, with the with the too early to tell conversation, uh, Kucherov, and then we'll talk about obviously Vazileski, Um With these two guys, it's it all comes down to consistency and staying healthy. And if as long as these guys are consistent, there's no reason as to why they shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame conversation once their careers end. So, yeah, Cooch had hundred and twenty eight points in mVP season, yeah, um, would like to see him have a little bit uh maybe one or two more of those in terms of MVP seasons, obviously putting up hundred and twenty plus points a year is gonna be tough um expect him to be in the hundred point mark so uh, and then Vasilevsky, he's been i mean we've I've gone on and on on the show countless times about how good Vasilevsky is and I believe that not a, pe- a lot of people realize how good he is going to be and what kind of class he's going to be put him- putting himself in as long as he stays consistent uh, he won the Vezna last year probably going to win it this year so chalk two up to him in the last two years uh, and then I would assume he's probably going to win maybe two or three more over the next couple of years or so um, and he's also been leading the league in wins last three years. So where do I see Vazileski? Um Obviously, he's only 25. So that's why I'm putting him in too early to tell because he's he's still super young. His He's still very – it's still too early in his career to, to even tell. But I have to say his trajectory uh, all – all signs are pointing towards the Hockey Hall of Fame. Um, I believe that maybe when it's it done, as long as he has a good team around him, he could definitely win maybe two cups at least um, as well as maybe catch Brodeur for most wins all time. So obviously, you know, we're still long ways away from even having that conversation. But yeah, when it comes down to these guys, it's all about consistency and this is why I stress uh, especially with Cooch and bazaleski because a cup on your resume never hurts your argument never hurts your chances of getting to the hall of fame um that's why i stress that if you're gonna if there was ever a good time for all these guys to win cups and kind of bolster their individual resumes and make case for themselves to be in the hall of fame uh now is the time the the next five years are is definitely the timeline because obviously now you're gonna start having guys get a little older maybe their talent starting to uh, dwindle so yeah um so stamkos definite headman on the fence more likely probably gonna get in barring any significant setbacks and obviously too early with the young guys and just another reminder is that today's show is brought to you by rock auto rockauto.com's catalog is unique and remarkably easy to use quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands and specifications and prices you prefer best of all prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers why spend up to twice as much for the same parts go to rockauto.com and see all the parts available for your car or truck and when you go to their how did you hear about us box write locked on so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com now as we inch closer to the playoffs i am getting more anxious and anxious by the day and i'm sure a lot of you are as well just because the lightning have a tough task in front of them it you know they have to balance getting back together getting the chemistry back together um getting back on the same page, all of that fun stuff that we're going to be able to be subjected to, um, as well as, but they do have a good opportunity here, you know, because they don't know who their, their opponents are just yet. I mean, obviously they have three teams they need to play before the real fun begins. And that's playing the actual playoff games because like I've said countless times and the, 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 it looks like the the opinion on this topic is somewhat split. And is that is, should the Lightning take these round-robin games seriously? Now, there's some fans out there that want the Lightning to get the first overall... I mean, the first uh, seed. Uh, and then there's other fans such as yours, truly, that just look at these games as... You know, just warm-up games. Um, and that's how I believe they should all be treated. Because um, at the end of the day, we all know that s- seeding in the, the NHL playoffs doesn't really mean much. I mean, we've seen number ones fall. I mean, hey, we saw the lightning fell and got swept in the first round after being the number one seed. Um, but yeah, it's just... Uh, I don't think they should take it seriously. I think that they should it gives them a good opportunity to ease certain guys that maybe they are worried about back into the back into play and back into full speed. Uh, Guys, especially like um, John Ruta, Ryan McDonough, Steven Stamkos, of course, that's the last absolute last person that we need hurt going into a deep playoff run. Or if actually, if the lightning do want to make a deep playoff run. So yeah, I think that, I don't think they should take them seriously. I think that they should look at them at these games as just, you know, training games. If you want to just have certain players like for, or even like, for example, maybe a, like a Vasilevsky where maybe don't even play him in the first game, maybe have McElhenney come back, um, give, give, uh, Vasilevsky some time to, if he needs it, of course. I mean if he wants to play, play the guy. But uh, you know, he if you don't even play him in the first game, maybe play him in this maybe in the first period or maybe the first two periods in the second one. And then in the third, maybe just have him play the whole game, so at least you know now he's been acclimated and now he's ready to go back and I'm just talking about that as a hypothetical for Vasilevsky I mean like I said if he, if he wants to play and he's ready to play then play him every game but you don't want to burn these guys out then again you know with the amount of time that they had off I don't think anyone's getting burned out I think everyone not like the, not if there already are I mean everyone's going to be going 100% but I believe these guys are going to be able to go completely 100% like they would on game 1 Uh, for every game of the, you know, the NHL playoffs. So, you know, these guys are going to look like they just restarted a season, which they, you know, technically they did. So I think that maybe look at it that way. Now, what are we looking for? How are we going to be able to improve these? How are we going to be able to enjoy these games? Because I know you're sitting there and you're thinking, okay, so if these games really don't mean anything, why are we watching them? Well, because these are all potential opponents. Maybe there's going to be something that we could possibly see from some of these teams that maybe we could pick up on. Maybe a weakness. Maybe uh, expose that weather to another team or maybe use that to... This is kind of like an early scouting, I guess you could put it that way. Um, as well as they... You know, hockey hasn't been on since March. So, of course, you know, regardless if you're taking these games serious or not, you're going to you're gonna I'm gonna be watching every single second of them I might even watch some of the other games where the lightning aren't even playing just because I I need to watch hockey games when it's on you know I just have regardless of who, it, who it, who's playing I always am watching hockey um, especially if it's they have an exciting player uh, playing on the ice which obviously every team does so yeah um who do I think the lightning should? maybe play or you know who should they maybe aim for as a good matchup i think that obviously uh, i think a lot of teams a lot of the teams fans of the teams especially in the round robins want their teams to maybe set themselves up where they would be playing the penguins or the montreal canadians most likely the penguins then again you know this isn't your usual Stanley Cup playoffs. So we don't know what's going to happen in that series. For all we know, the Montreal Canadiens could shock the world, beat the Penguins, and then possibly make a deep cup run, which if the Lightning end up playing one of those two teams, we do not want that to happen. So, yeah, um, super excited. Training camps are starting pretty soon. I believe games will be ramping up end of July, early August, hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, and it looks like we're going to do it in Canada. So, uh, yeah, that, I can't wait to see what happens. And I am going to say it on every show. Uh, first time the, the, the cup will be raised up in Canada in a while. And it might not even be by a Canadian vault. It might not even be a Canadian vault Stanley Cup Vinyls. All right, so we're going to wrap it up here. I just want to thank everybody for listening, uh, sticking us, sticking with us through this entire time. Uh, like I said, we were going to get there. It's been it's been a frustrating process of getting hockey back, but we're almost there. Uh, you blink your eye and we'll be in the, the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, we'll be playing that. So, yeah, I hope everybody has a safe weekend. I hope everybody has a safe 4th of July, an enjoyable 4th of July for those that are celebrating it, of course. Uh, please be smart. Stay a hockey stick lengths away from individuals, uh, other individuals, when you're in, in public. Wear a face mask. Wash your hands. Please do everything, because let's let's try and keep this, you know, these spikes down around the country. So that's been it for today's show of Lockdown Lightning, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker.